welcome, welcome to episode 85, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, screw up, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, intro. Should have been a long, long time ago in the galaxy far, far away. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> so happy May 4th, people. <laughs> May the 4th be with you. <laughs> God. And you'll find out why Sean is grumbling over us going, May the 4th be with you. In our Star Wars spectacular episodes, which gotta be honest, not a lot of Star Wars. No. <laughs> <laughs> which I was like, all right, Star Wars spectacular. Okay, we did the Star Wars intro, which you'll hear. Um, we talk, we do the movies, yeah. and then it's like, okay, we'll go to break. <laughs> but nothing Star Wars really in the first hour, except for nothing discussion, basically of May oh. the Fourth be with you. Yes, <laughs> that was our part one break of Star Wars. Woo! <laughs> In part two of Star Wars, we don't talk anything about that. No (laughs) stars in part two, (laughs) dude. But in part three, who heavy? Heavy. So you'll just have to wait until what happens in part three. Yes. So um, enjoy the show, and we'll see you in a minute. Or in about an hour. (laughs) At the end. (laughs) The black man's no longer going to play the minstrel in the medium of comics and sci-fi fantasy. We're keeping it real. And we're going to get respect by any means necessary. Ah, uh, come on. That's a bunch of horse shit. And no, Calrissian was a black guy, you know. He got to fly the Millennium Falcon. What's the matter with you? Who said that? I did. Lando Calrissian is a positive role model in the realm of science fiction fantasy. Fuck Lando Calrissian, Uncle Tom, nigga. Always some white boy got to invoke the Holy Trilogy. Bust this. Those movies are about how the white man keeps the brother man down. Even in a galaxy far, far away. Check this shit. You got Cracker Farm Boy, Luke Skywalker, Nazi poster boy, blonde hair, blue eyes. And then you got Darth Vader, the blackest brother in the galaxy, Nubian God. What's a Nubian? Shut the fuck up. Now, Vader, he's a spiritual brother, down with the force and all that good shit. Then there's Cracker Skywalker. Gets his hands on a lightsaber, and the boy decides he's going to run the fucking universe. Gets a whole clan of whites together. And they going to bust up Vader's hood, the Death Star. Now, what the fuck do you call that? Intergalactic Civil War? Gentrification! They going to drive out the black element to make the galaxy, quote, unquote, safe for white folks. And Jedi's the most insulting installment. Because Vader's beautiful black visage is sullied when he pulls off his mask to reveal a feeble, crusty old white man. They trying to tell us that deep inside, we all wants to be white. Well, isn't that true?
let's get funky. Hey everybody, this is your pal Sean, and you're listening to us live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.com. That's it, really. <laughs> and welcome to Geekster. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your co-host, Erica. And well, um, may the fourth be with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> three, two, one. I, I hate this fucking day. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, I get it. It's, oh, may the fourth be with you. It's all cute and all. But any, I, I guess I kind of feel like, like how some Irish feel on St. Patrick's Day. It's like anybody has a fucking excuse now to be a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I literally, what, what did it for me was like, I'm like, yeah, it's May the 4th, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, May the 4th be with you. Yeah, yeah, May the fuck you too, you know. <laughs> and then I'm downstairs and my dad's watching NASCAR because it's Sunday. Got number two, but NASCAR, yeehaw! And one of the announcers was like, hey, everybody, it's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And the other guy next to him was like, you can hear in the voice, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, it's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And I was just like, that's it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> if, if it's got to be announced on a NASCAR program that it's, ma- it's I'm sorry, you're too, stream- you're too mainstream and I'm out. <laughs> Sean's a Star Wars hipster. That's right. I am. Uh, you know, oh, actually, well, see, my question... You got the douchebag hat already. That's right. <laughs> now you gotta, now, now you got to grow the douchebag goatee. Yeah. I, I, I got to... I, how can I put it? I don't know if May the 4th Be With You has been around a long time. Let's find out. Like, I got a feeling... I, to me, this always just seems to be kind of like the geek's version of St. Valentine's Day. Right. A complete made-up holiday that I, I swear seems to originate... At the beginning of the second trilogy, like hmm. in 1999, that's yeah. when people start going, hey, may the fourth be with you. Because <laughs> most people, most purists, uh-huh. have always been like, well, the day I celebrate Star Wars, they would be the 25th of May, because that's when the first movie was released in the major theaters. Right. All this may the fourth be with you. It's like, yeah, right. Okay. Oh, oh, we got news. Oh. I have news. Okay, so this is from MTV.com. They did a history on May the 4th. So, apparently, Margaret Thatcher's election back in 1979 is what started this whole thing. Get the hell out of here! Okay, here we go. In 1979, Thatcher was congratulated on becoming the first ever female Prime Minister of Britain and one of the most divisive. But that's that's sort of an aside. Um, By the London Evening News with a half-page ad that stated, May the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. Star Wars had been released two years earlier, and its cultural impact was enough that the pun on May the 4th be with you was one one of the movie's catchphrases was universal enough to make sense in a British print ad. Um Phrase continued to be in use and picked up steam after the internet started to let people socialize in a sh- in a more short, pithy way. It wasn't until 2011, though, that fans began to co-opt the day as a celebration. Toronto Underground Cinema in Canada celebrated the day with a costume contest, film festival, and more. Other venues picked up the idea and it ga- continued to gather momentum. The holiday got so popular that starting in 2012, the day was jokingly, jokingly called Revenge of the Fifth. 
That's the next day. That's tomorrow. Yeah, right. Uh, it might also have something to do with the day being Cinco de Mayo, but to this day, fans still like to let their quote-unquote evil sides come out on Star Wars Day. blah de blah 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 There you go. Okay. All right. So it, I, I wasn't that far off. I mean, yeah. yeah, sure, the May the 4th be with you, Margaret Thatcher, okay, for that one moment in time. But it wasn't until after the original trilogy, the second trilogy started, because mm-hmm. that one was released <clears throat> in 1999. Okay. The Phantom Menace. Right. It wasn't until two years later that's when pop culture went, hey, may the fourth be with you. (laughs) (laughs) So for three years, I've had to hear this phrase. And I'm just like, you're not a fan. (laughs) Like, you know, may the fourth fourth be with you. (laughs) (sighs) So there, I'm already like... Yeah. This is going to be a fun show. <laughs> I, mean, I'm, I mean, I like, okay, yeah, I know that it's going to be Star Wars Central tonight. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. It's just the whole, hey, may the fourth be with you. <laughs> like, I feel like I should be on a wacky morning talk show. Ha, ha. May the fourth, people, may the fourth be with you. Ha, ha. Coming up next, Justin Bieber, baby, baby, baby. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And here's here's the thing. I mean, we've we've had this discussion. I'm more of a Star Trek fan than Star Wars. I appreciate Star Wars for its its place in sci fi history and and, you know, its cultural implications, but the movies themselves never really held much uh interest for me. But you know, I have so many other friends who are Star Wars fans that, you know, like, I'll send them a message. Hey, you know, may the fourth be with you. Or, like, for for the, the one thing I get that I get douche chills every time I hear that phrase. Yeah. Well, the, the you know, I'll, this is a little bit of a preview. But one of the, the things I did this weekend, um, they had special shirts made up because it was today. It was on the fourth. And so, you know, I wanted to get one of these shirts because I wanted to get it for my brother-in-law, who's a huge Star Wars fan. And they were so popular. It's like Christ and everybody went and got them. <laughs> Jesus was walking around with a May the Fourth T-shirt on. It was oh, weird. How great would that be? Was it mostly fat guys though? I mean, like when you went you down there, I it was probably. I'm, no, I'm on the bench. Mostly chicks. I only saw one person wearing them. Really? Really? Yeah. They probably snagged them because most Star Wars, like the the. the Geekgasm part of it is I'm gonna grab this shirt and I'm never gonna wear it. I'm never gonna wash it. Which makes me want to punch him in the face because I'm like, let the people who will actually use it take them. Right. You know, like let let the the not and again or it's something they'll wear one time a year and that's yeah. it. And yeah. again, like I said, I'm not a huge fan, but I wanted to get this for my brother in law who is a enormous fan. Right. So, you know, I was I was a little pissed I wasn't able to get one. I mean, okay, as a Star Trek fan, you do have to appreciate the fact that it wasn't for Star Wars being such a hit in the movie theaters, they never would have made Star Trek the motion picture. I do, yeah. And, and like I said, for which, me... Which segues into, have you? did you get a chance to watch that, the real science behind science fiction? No, not yet. Because they just talked about space. And yeah. the key, like even Shatner himself, James Tiberius Kirk basically said mm-hmm. that if it wasn't for Star Wars, we would never, we those movies never would have been got, taken yeah. off the ground. I mean, his I mean, career that, would have never taken off again. That's true, because then yeah, it brought yeah. him back, and then he was T.J. Hooker. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I mean, you know, when I was when I was younger, my I, I held by the stance that if it wasn't for Star Trek, there would be no Star Wars. But what you're saying is, 
if it wasn't for Star Wars, there wouldn't be the Star Trek movies. Right, there wouldn't be the Star Trek which movies. Which that makes, that makes sense because, but, I mean, Star Trek, the series, the, the original series, wasn't actually on that long. No, it was it on was for like three, three years. Se- and, but, yeah, three seasons. But because of the popularity of Star Wars, they made Star Trek. Yeah. And then the popularity of those movies created Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, which is what I grew up with. Right. I mean, I watched the original, too. I watched them in yeah. reruns. But, mm-hmm. you know, Next Generation <clears throat> was, you know, that was my jam. Uh, my jam, yo. It was my jam. <laughs> that data, man, sexy beast. Dude, you know what? I <laughs> had a I crush had on data, didn't you? Cru- I had a crush on data and Worf. Really? And I, really? Yeah. She's a big Beauty and the Beast fan. That's probably. Why. I totally ah, am. Okay. See, Beauty I, and the Beast, V for Vendetta, um, Will Riker Phantom was of the my Opera. Man. Phantom of the Opera. The fuck word was that? <laughs> Opera. <laughs> Riker, I didn't like. He he. No. He was the James Tiberius Kirk know, of the next generation. that's why I didn't he like him. would walk in, what's up? Um, William, Commander William T. Viker. <laughs> Boom. You're pregnant. What? <laughs> you see this? Enterprise. Suck it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I, I never really liked him. What's so, you know what's weird is that, because I have... All this, most of the seasons on Blu-ray because they're putting them on Blu-ray. Yeah. That first season where it was clean-shaven Will Riker, and then next season bearded <laughs> Rear, 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 Rear Riker. Well, he, <laughs> Will Riker. I'm Rear Riker. <laughs> he probably Riker. got being tired of carded, being carded because he was, he was. Yeah, but when he, he put that beard like on, now 12. it was like when he had that beard, it was like all right, he's, there was something like more distinguishing about. Yeah, him. yeah. And of course, you know, I, I, I never knew I sit in my chair. Yeah. The, the Riker maneuver, where <laughs> where he comes up any any chair that's low yeah. low back, I and I straddle the chair the way he does. So I've never noticed that until I was watching that show. Until I was watching the DVD, the Blu-rays, and I'm like, I do that. Like, and then someone called it the Riker maneuver. I was like, Yeah. Oh. When I when I you know when I realized it when I saw it on YouTube and it was just clip after yeah. and I'm like. How have I never seen this before? <laughs> I just pulled yeah. it up on YouTube. I'll post it to our, our Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> Holy God. <laughs> and then they, and then to get up, he does it in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I would too, because there's nothing in that back of those chairs. Yeah. Like, he's got to be like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, Let's find out. How tall uh, yeah. Jonathan Frakes is. Well, while she's doing that. <laughs> All right. So, How uh, was your week? Um. All right. I will let you know, though. I am on. I'm Baby Watch 2014. He's six four. I was close. Yeah. I said six four, six five, didn't I? Six mm. four. Patrick Stewart's five ten. Michael Dorn six. Oh yeah, he's six four. And uh, <laughs> that's without the rich forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and Marina Sirtis is five five. Well, yeah. That's, right, yeah. Uh, most, so. yeah. But yeah, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Baby Watch. My sister is pregnant. You know. And her due date was yesterday. And she even says, like, I really hope the baby's born on the 4th so I can go May the 4th, which I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm like, you're lucky. Yeah, you're my sister and I love you deeply, but, oh, you know. <laughs> and I already know the sex and the name of the baby. I don't want to mount it on air. Well, I can mount it on the air. It's, it's a baby boy. Yes. name's going to be Lucas, right? Yeah. And the first thing I asked was, like, well, how are you spelling it? She's like, it's not George Lucas. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. But so she was kind of really, she's really hoping for, like, today be the day. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, and before I left, like, around, it's like quarter after seven now, 
like around three thirty this afternoon. She's like, "Okay, baby, watch has officially started." Like, like it's been on for a while, but tonight, I think either there was a signal that she's starting to get like pains. Yeah, and she's now timing them. Dum, dum, dum. You know, and then she's like, "Keep a watch out," and I'm like, "Well, call the house because Dad's driving you because I'm gonna be on the air." <laughs> but there might be that moment where I have to go. Oh, gotta go, guys! <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, yep, I'm on baby baby duty. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll just, you know, if the phone rings, I'll be like, I told my dad, I'm like, well, why don't you take the station number? You can call in on the hotline. <laughs> we'll get you on air. He's like, no. I'm like, all right. But if my phone goes, and I'll be like, well, my first question is, okay, drive safely. Is everything okay? How's she doing? Does she need me to be there? And if he says, no, nah, I'll be like, all right, I'll be there after the show. <laughs> so, cool. but if I don't get that phone call throughout the night, you know, we'll be like, all right. All right. All right you know. I mean, personally, I was kind of hoping for the kid to hold on till next weekend because my birthday is the tenth. <laughs> I was really hoping that kid just like every time I lean, I go, "Just hang on to that umbilical cord. Just hang on for, it. <laughs> hang on till next Saturday." <laughs> but then, uh, Doc did say that if she doesn't give, if she, if she doesn't, if the kid doesn't decide to make his appearance this weekend mm-hmm. by Wednesday, they're going to uh, emit her and induce labor. Know, right. Labor. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm like yeah. So like you'll see me. I'm like. Hey, look at seven seventeen. No word yet. No, nothing on Facebook. <laughs> my sister would be kind of like, "Oh, I think I gotta go to the hospital. It's baby time." And then, <laughs> yeah, my sister is that way. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. So that's and I yesterday Saturday the third mm-hmm. was uh, free comic book day. Yes. So I went over to the comic book store and I grabbed you know some comics for my nephew. Cool. That uh, was a Rocket Raccoon, a Guardians of the Galaxy, and a Teen Titans Go comic. Nice. Because yeah, nice. he likes, you know, the cartoon. I figured Rocket, you know, with the Guardians of the Galaxy movie coming up. Yeah. It'd be kind of nice to kind of... Have an idea. Well, yeah, at least... I'm not probably not going to read it. I'm just going to hand it. Because what I did was, I was able to get the last arc of the Superior Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. they went back to Peter being Spider-Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was... The storyline Goblin Goblin Nation, and I was like, "Well, you know what? I'm here." There was four episodes. I got like, you know, it was issues uh, thirty, the 20, 27, 28, 29. Yeah, there's four. Like, okay, 30, you know, okay. And thirty and thirty one was kind of like the very last episode issue, right. and then Amazing Spider-Man number one with Peter Parker. But it's still kind of continuing what's going on. Okay. Yeah, like how because Pete, even though Pete was still around in Doc Ock's consciousness, right. he doesn't really know what Doc did in the months that he was away. Okay, so he's kind of wandering around, kind of going, "Wait, I own my own company now." Like because Doc created Parker Institution Institute, right. where it's now like Parker Industries. So, and then uh, he was gonna pop the question to a girl, right. like the, his little the little midget girl that he was. Um, Dating, mm-hmm. so you know, it was one of those like, <laughs> all right. So I mean, it was it was a really nice arc, I and mean, maybe we can right. talk about it next week in mm-hmm. more depth. You know, um, just because I thought we can talk about the um, Superior Spider-Man <clears throat> run and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or since you and I did see the Amazing Spider-Man number two, uh-huh. maybe we will talk about it during our spoiler episode for the movie coming soon. Yeah. We'll be recording that on Thursday. Yes. So for those people who are listening now, keep an eye on our, our wordswithgeeks.com page or in iTunes for our 
spoilerific version of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, boy, kids. <laughs> I, let me put it this way. <laughs> um, if you, for those people who know us, if you've enjoyed our Dark Knight Return, Dark Knight Rises um, podcast, we'll expect fun in games like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 All right, so yeah, so that, Josh that was just on a roll tonight. He I, just hates everything. I am in a big ball of anger, <laughs> anger and nerves. You know, it's like it's like. All right, I want, I want, I want my, I want he's my. He's jittery and he's about to punch somebody. Yeah, I'm like, and he's not sure which is going to happen first. first yeah. right. Like, come on, just come on, kid, come out today, so I can just kind of go, yeah, but Uncle, woo, you know, because I'm nervous. I'm not, you know, it's my sister's second kid. It's, right. You know. Still, the make sure everything's okay. Yeah, right. You know, make sure everything goes smooth as possible. You don't want to be stuck in traffic and all of a sudden, Psh, my water broke. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I would hate to have my sister give birth on a highway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like on the side of the road. You know, at least, you know, let's try to get her close to the hospital and not in the door. You know, <laughs> <laughs> drive past the ER, tuck and roll. So the thing is, okay, uh, since I'm the 10th. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. So I already know how that kid's going to be because I know how I was as a baby because my mom told me. Right. I was moody. Big shock. <laughs> I was... Uh, that had, changed. I had a, a um, bad temper. <laughs> Again, <Okay>. that changed. <laughs> I destroyed, I think, two cribs as a baby. Like, destroyed <laughs> because my, when I was born, my left foot was turned outward. And today, you know, they can fix that. Right. But back in my day, because I'm so old, they actually had to put big baby shoes on and then mm-hmm. and then nail basically those shoes together on a big metal rod. <laughs> you know, go ahead, laugh at my laugh at my deformity. You know what you had? What the first snowboard? You're right, I did. <laughs> I'm an innovator. <laughs> because, and then my mom said when I got mad, I would lay in my crib and I would slam that against the side of the crib. Because you were mad you had no snow. Yeah, that's right. I needed to grind. <laughs> to the point where I would smash in that, that gate thing that would come down. Like, just destroy it. You know? I was I was the literal... Sean, man! <laughs> Sean, <laughs> smash! I literally was a bull in a china shop. <laughs> oh, it's a baby Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> and she said when I would get red, my, when I would get mad, there was like a little soft spot on your head with yeah. a baby. It would get really deep red. You know, Aww. I'm like, thanks, mom. Like, <laughs> so I already kind of know how this kid's probably going to be, <laughs> my nephew. So I'll have to talk my sister off those ledges. <laughs> You're going to talk to your uncle. <laughs> I got I to already see that like in five years, ten years. For the rest of my life, you better talk to your uncle. He'll, he understands you. <laughs> like, look, you need to calm down. You need to find your center and focus. You know, all that displaced rage is not good for anybody. You hone it down. It's like a big, big, big beat up diamond, and you have to chisel away at it till it's laser pointed. So when you know when you're pissed off, you can just destroy everything. Start a podcast. Yeah, start a podcast. That was my nephew, and he says, fuck May 4th. <laughs> he just threw his diaper across the room. Yeah, that was his opinion of Spider-Man 2. <laughs> In fact, that diaper had better plot. <laughs> so, uh, how was your weekend, Ed? Uh, pretty uneventful. I had to go to a memorial service yesterday and 
be part of an honor guard for my uncle, my dad's uncle, I should say. Uh, he passed away a couple months ago in Colorado, and they are burying him here in Philadelphia. Mm. So we did that. So it was a good time because, you know, he did live a long and healthy life that we were able to celebrate it, not be mourning kind of thing. So that's that was good. good. So that's pretty much it. Nothing. Wait, you know, <laughs> flinging poo and I went to a funeral. <laughs> I had a really interesting weekend. I went to a funeral. Tell us about your weekend, Erica. Uh, so my weekend consists of running 10 miles down Broad Street today. <laughs> was there a lot of broads around? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yes, there were. Tell us about it. So, I did the the thirty fifth annual annual uh, Broad Street Run. It's a ten mile run. Starts in North Philly at Broad and Olney, and runs down to the Naval Yard. And uh, this was my first year doing it. I had a chance to get a basically a guaranteed spot in the race. You know, I just had to be quick enough to respond. So ah. got got a guaranteed spot. And uh, I've been training for, I think, about four months for it. Wow. So this was this is the longest race that I've run to date. So and some of my best time. So I was about on par with where I was last week. Um I did officially I did two nineteen thirty three, which worked out to just under a fourteen minute mile. Mm-hmm. But if you take out the you know, the ten minutes or so for the pee break. <laughs> for peeing and then getting distracted by a dog. Oh no um, no 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 no. Let's back that up a little bit. <laughs> it wasn't just the dog, was it? Well no, I was talking to Yoni. No, I'm gonna go walk up and just talk to the dog. How are you doggy? How are you doggy? Completely ignore the human. Hold on, think that's a strange record strange <laughs> statement coming from you. I can see you going, Who's your good doggy? Who's your good doggy? But I meant like you saw the dog. Yeah. Then you saw the owner. Yeah. And then you saw the owner, so then you wanted to see the dog. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, see that's where you I, gotta I go. Had, I had to go through the owner to get to the dog. Right, but if it was just how handsome was this gentleman? Eh. He was nice. <laughs> he was nice, but he was he was probably in his sixties easily. So oh! uh, yeah, no. like some older. That's what I thought, yeah, she <laughs> yeah, did. She liked some older. Not yeah. that much older. <laughs> <laughs> Still like some bounce in the step. How do you know? So to speak. Yeah, I bet you had a little dog, right? No, German Shepherd. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so he's a Jew hater. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to meet my dog, Hans. (laughs) (laughs) My sister owns a German Shepherd. Two German Shepherds, actually. I'm fostering a German Shepherd right now. So that's interesting. Is it going to rebalance the force? No. Mm -hmm. Is he... Oh, we'll get to the we'll get to the trailers. But it just hit me. We got to talk about a trailer that we saw on Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. Um, but yeah, here you go. My my sister-in-law apparently is making a cookout for mm-hmm. today. She and she posted pictures on her site. I'm not going to spread the pictures on our mm-hmm. site, but I'll tell you what she has. She has the food, and they're all labeled. Mm-hmm. Opening Tie Fighter Salad. Does this bowl make my wings look fat? <laughs> <laughs> then there is. Vader taters, tater tots. Yeah. <laughs> then there's hamburgers ah. <laughs> and hot dogs. I'm getting oh. hungry. <laughs> and then Millennium Falcorn ah. <laughs> and Carbonite Jello. And in the Jello is a fro is is C3PO, which I guess you couldn't find a Han. <laughs> 
god. That's awesome. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm a little hungry. Right. Food looked good. So, um, it looks like burgers and hot dogs. It's kind of cook yeah, It looks good. You're a starving man. <laughs> I always like barbecue. All right. So, is that everybody's week? No? Yeah, pretty much. All right. It's pretty uneventful. Pretty uneventful, other than the All right. run. All right. Well, then let's. Uh, gee, Ed, what was the box office releases for this week? <laughs> let's go to the top five movies of the weekend. Oh, Number five is Rio Two. It made seven point six million and a hundred and six point four overall, with a hundred three million dollar budget. So uh, it's uh, made its money back. Huzzah! All right. Awesome. Number four is Captain Sol- Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It made seven point seven million over the weekend and two hundred and thirty seven point one million overall. And hundred seven million dollar budget. So not bad. All right. Some good movies. There you go. Heaven is for real made number three. And that made eight point seven million. That's been in the top five mm-hmm. for the past couple weeks now. Yeah, and it made sixty five point six million overall and then it's had a twelve million dollar budget. So it's a hit. Yeah, Doing good, yeah. yeah. Number two is the other woman. It made fourteen point two million over the weekend and forty seven point three overall. Now, was that the big uh, one this week? Was that how long has that been in the box office? For That's you? been out for two weeks now. It was last week's uh, number one movie. It was. It was a new release. Yes. I don't remember that, but all right. I do, I do want to see that, but I'll probably wait for DVD. That's right. We talked about that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a DVD release kind of. So it had a $40 million budget, so it made its money back. Yeah. All right. And finally, the number one movie of the weekend. Big new release, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 made $92 million. $92 million. And I just had to look up the budget for this because I wasn't sure. But it gives an estimated budget of two hundred to two hundred and fifty five million dollars for the budget. So imagine some marketing money is involved with that. So well yeah, range. but that's just domestically or internationally it already hit it's over the Yeah, it's three hundred sixty nine million overall. Yeah, so globally. it made it, it made its money back yeah. and more. So yeah. Just because you show people watch watch anything. <laughs> what uh, makes you think that, Sean? Uh, I mean uh, okay. As usual, Ed and I get together on Thursdays and we watch like a movie. And because we were going to see Spider Man Two, mm-hmm. he wanted to watch Amazing Spider Man the first one. Yeah. So I'm like, all <laughs> right, boy. it's not really. I got to be honest, not my favorite Spider Man movie if, at all. Two. First one, one. Oh, the okay. Amazing Spider Man. Now I, okay. I am. I mean, I am a Tobey Maguire fan. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a great Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. I thought Andrew Garfield completely... I mean, I know it's not his fault. It's the director's fault. Mm-hmm. But they really... I never liked Garfield's performance as Peter Parker. I also didn't like his performance as Spider-Man in the, mm-hmm. first, in the first one. Because he came off as a streetwise punk. Rather mm-hmm. than the geek nerd. He was like, hey, I'm cool. He's the kind of kid that you saw in a Nick Cap. Yeah. He's a douchebag skater boy. Like, oh, and it's like... Oh, well, I'm an outcast, therefore I have to ride a skateboard. Like, they <laughs> never gave you any inkling that he was a, a, a an outcast genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was, no, I ride a skateboard, and I'm quirky, so therefore I'm an outcast. It's, no! Right. You're just a dweeb in a knit hat that rides a skateboard in, in, the, in, the, in the hallways, and then you have that moment where, it always reminded me of Back to the Future, where the pre- the principal comes out and says, you're no riding that skateboard in the hallways. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he picks it up. He's like, no, no, I, I got it in the moment. 
He turns the corner. He's back on the board. Yeah. Oh, you're such a fucking rebel. That's not Peter Parker. Right. So, uh, so for two hours... He got to watch me just bitch and moan. Bitch and moan. <laughs> like, every scene, I'm like, how can he have a problem with this scene? And like, nope, he's got a problem with it. So, granted, some of them I agreed with. It wasn't like I was like, oh, I loved it. It was awesome. I mean, there were some things I liked. I mean, I was okay with the look of the lizard. Mm-hmm. I was okay. I didn't like the, the suit. I, but I can kind of go, or, you know, I can kind of look past the suit because I kind of felt like the characterization of Spider-Man himself mm-hmm. was so far off the beaten trail. Mm-hmm. That it, I couldn't be pissed at the suit because there was a bigger problem. Right, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> you know, and I mean, like, okay, everybody, it's no big secret, you know. Well, we'll talk about it in this the spoiler thing. Mm-hmm. We'll get into the details, but needless to say, not a big fan of the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So we go and see Amazing Spider-Man two. Mm-hmm. You know, my hopes weren't high. Yeah, they weren't high at all. <laughs> it didn't really. Meet my low expectations. Yeah, <laughs> that's really bad when you go with low expectations and doesn't even hit that bar. Like, I, like I kind of walked down and went, "Okay, I saw that." Yeah. Like it was, it was. I hate movies like that. There were certain things I felt like Garfield got Spider-Man right this time around. Okay, because he did. He didn't feel like didn't to me didn't come across as the obnoxious prick bully. Okay, he did seem to be more like. More like actual Peter Parker. Well, more like Spider-Man. That once the mask okay. comes on, he's more of a smart-ass. Gotcha. You know, like, he's yeah. a cocky little bit. He's not cocky, but he's... In the comic books, it was described that when he gets nervous, he talks and he cracks bad puns. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's very kind of, like, yuck, he gives the yuck-yucks while he's fighting the bad guys. Because gotcha. he's scared shitless. Yeah. But they never portray that part at all. I mean, it's always been like, oh, well, I put the mask on, I'm a smart-ass. Which, yeah. all right can be kind of done that way sure mm-hmm. but i felt like garfield's version of spider-man was a little better than this time around mm-hmm. the first time but his peter parker still sucked oh. you know um see i've always and this is just from you know somebody who didn't read the comic books who i'm not a huge spider-man fan but you know i, I appreciate the get out <laughs> <laughs> whatever i was waiting for that to come but, out of your mouth. but i've always sort of imagined peter parker from what i have seen as more of a you know clean cut does the right thing like doesn't doesn't like to get in the trouble kind of like you know, yeah, he was a straight notes, arrow nerd yeah. that got picked off. He was the kid that got shoved into a locker. Yeah, you know, that so kind of like when you're talking about him, you know, riding a skateboard down the the hallway, and like, no, yeah, but <laughs> like even me, who's not a you know a, a super or not Superman Spider Man fan, it's like, no, that's no. right. It's wrong. I, yeah, it's I, wrong. It's it's beyond wrong. I was just like. Ugh. So, I mean, and then I thought, like, it's funny, I was telling Ed that whenever the action started, I started getting really into the into the movie, mm-hmm. but the moment they walked out of character as far as being behind the suits, mm-hmm. I lost all interest in the movie. Oh. I was just like, yeah, you know what? I mean, I love Emma Stone, so watching her is great, mm-hmm. but seeing her interact with, with Garfield was just kind of like, <sighs> she could do... She could, <laughs> That that version of Gwen could have done so much better. Yeah. You know? Like, I, I don't get it. You know, it's just so many things. I thought Jamie Foxx, because the big thing was Jamie Foxx being mm-hmm. Electro was like a big yeah. deal because Electro is normally white. And it's, you know, one mm-hmm. of those cases where everyone's going, but Electro is white, not black. I didn't care. Even no, back then. Yeah. At all. Yeah. 
I had a more I had a problem with him when he was Max Dillon before he became Electro. Yeah. And then he was when he was Electro. I was like, all right. But uh, yeah, I mean, on a scale of one to ten, I give it a solid six. Because I gave Mary, um, the I would give the Amazing Spider-Man a solid four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man two was a little better, but it seemed like every time they went, it got good. They took a step back. Yeah, like it did. It didn't feel like it. It really for me, it didn't feel like the comic book movies that we've been used to for a while. Mm-hmm. The good story, the good action, mm-hmm. that whole like, you know, like that fun of it. It didn't seem like fun, right? You know, when I walked out, I'm just like, Ugh. like how I guess how you felt about when you walked out when we walked out of Man of Steel. Still, yes, mm. you, know, you were pissed for certain reasons. I was like, ah, let it go. So I'm sure there's a bunch of people going, dude, let it fucking go. I mean, and I I know that, but I just, you know, people going, well, Toby McGuire. Like I was reading a bunch of message boards and people like McGuire sucked, and I'm like, really? I think he was great. Yeah, as, was- in the role. I mean, I don't know why people didn't like him. like. I think again just internet trolls just being dicks. Right. Because to mm-hmm. them, because Spider-Man, um, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. So if you were five years old, you are now 15, 16? At this 17. Point? 17. Yeah. So that, it, it's like how when we were younger, we would snub the 66 Batman for the Tim Burton Batman. No, I never mm-hmm. did that. I did. See, I was like, because you know, to me, like the sixty-six, the sixty-six Batman with, with Adam West and Burt Ward, it was always, mm-hmm. yeah, it was great because I was a kid. But the moment the Tim Burton can't one came out, I was like, fuck that Bruce, that, that you know Adam West one. You know what's funny? I always took them, and I, I kind of do this with a few other things that I'm really into. I always take them as sort of separate That's entities. How I see it, yeah, like I, the you know the the one with uh, Adam West and Burt Ward. I love that. It's so campy and stupid. Right. right. I mean, you could. I, I'm sure somebody has already done this. It's one of those movies where, at this point, I watch. It's junk food for right. me, and I love it. You know, and at this point, you know, it's. You know, I would probably do a drinking game to it just because it is that silly. Yeah. But when the, you know, when the the Tim Burton one came out, like I was a kid, my uncle took me to see it in the theaters. Like, that's what really kickstarted it for me. Now. I didn't get into the comics as much. I sort of stuck with the the movies. Right. Um, but now, like when Batman movies come out, I don't care. I'm going to see it. Period. Right. When Joel, Joel Schumacher took over the franchise, I kind of <laughs> fell out of love with it a little. See, bit. that's because from I remember watching a bunch of old behind the behind the scenes stuff. Joel Schumacher was a huge fan of the '66 Batman. Yeah. So I he was trying to incorporate that fun campiness back mm-hmm. into it. But people got so used to the dark, moody Tim Burton type who sw- said he never saw yeah. the 66 series. Yeah. So it was like, that's where people were like, what? Like, well, I think, I think he also, like for me, <clears throat> it was too... If, if he was trying to recapture that campiness, he fell short. Right. Like, you know, if you want to do <clears throat> the, the campy, you can't have, like... You can't try to play Batman serious. And that's what I think... He was trying to do like he, right. he was trying to have the serious, you know, George Clooney and Val Kilmer, you know, Batman's like real serious and moody and brooding, sort of like Tim Burton, but then incorporating that right. that goofiness that they right. had in the first one, and right. it, they, I don't feel that they work well together, or at least when Joel Schumacher did it, they didn't work well. Yeah, together. Well, they said they had to take the, 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 the Tim Burton backdrop kind of style into it, where it was dark. It was a lot of dark, right. still that's, dark. That's but then they had that weird neon thing going yeah. on. Yeah, and... 
No. Yeah, like especially that in Batman Forever where he goes mm-hmm. saves the girl and it's hey look we have a neon alleyway for some reason. Yeah. Black lights. When when do black lights appear in an alleyway? Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is before the movie, <clears throat> before the movie came out, I was so into it. Like I remember um, McDonald's had these special edition fry cups that had all the characters on it. And I would, you know, when my mom would take me to McDonald's, because she would take us, you know, once a week for, you know, for a special treat. Right. So I would go in and ask them if I could have an extra fry cup for my collection. <laughs> you know, so that way I wouldn't have oil and shit all over it. And I bought, you know, I saved up my money because I was a kid. I right. saved up my money. I went out. I bought the graphic novel to okay, go along with yeah. it. And then the movie came out and I was like. Oh, that was yeah. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh wow, that was really cool." And then when I started watching again, it's you know, especially as I got older and I started seeing all these little things, I'm like, "Yeah, eh, this was better when I was a kid." No, the, you know, yeah. you, you, if you Can't want, some, if, if you yeah. want some fun, Kevin Smith's on his podcast, Fat Man mm-hmm. on Batman. Yeah, he he's been going back with one of his friends in the business, mm-hmm. watching the old Tim Burton movies. They mm-hmm. watched Batman, Batman Returns, and Batman Forever so yeah. far. And they do kind of like an audio commentary about oh, the yeah. movie. And it's so funny because they talk about what they were doing when this movie mm-hmm. came out and how influential it was, but then how bad it goes. Like yeah. when you look back, because he always like, you know, because it was around the time with the, you know, the, the newer Batman movies mm-hmm. with the Nolan verse, when he talks about back then, I mean, you know, like they talk about how many times in the first Batman movie, Batman doesn't show up until... You know, in the second movie, like almost like a half hour into that movie. Yeah. You know, he's in on screen for maybe like 20 minutes out of a two and a half hour movie. For, for Batman Returns? Yeah, Batman Returns. It, it was like, it was funny, like if Batman shows up at the 25 minute mark. Yeah. You know, it's you know like, what the wow. funny thing is, is that that one, I mean, the original Tim Burton, hands down, I love that movie. I love, because it's right. beautiful. Like I, it's. It's a good story for me. It's a good story, but it's also beautiful to watch. Right. And up until then, Jack Nicholson was like the Joker. Now, yeah. when I saw Heath Ledger do it, that fucking movie gave me nightmares. <laughs> so right. that was a scary, scary movie for me. But Jack Nicholson, I mean, when I was a kid, Jack Nicholson was always the Joker. Period. Like, like regardless oh, of yeah. anything else he was in. Same here. But see, now, to, to try to tie that in back into The Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2, and how Jim Carrey played... The Riddler mm-hmm. was very similar to how I felt Jamie Foxx was playing Max Dillon before he became Electro. Okay. Like the very quirky, like talking to himself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like when you see it, I literally leaned over to you and I was like, that's fucking Jim Carrey. Yeah. He's, he's ripping off Jim Carrey's, yeah. you know, in, in Edward Nigma. Which that Jim Carrey as, as Enigma, I think was probably. It was good. As, as Riddler. He, he, that was. That was, I think, one of the better characters from the Schumacher. Yeah, Batman. I would say there was there were moments of brilliance, mm-hmm. uh, and but then every once in a while, just when you think he's going awesome, it, something quirky would happen because yeah. you know because Tommy Lee Jones was playing it so over the top. Yeah, you know, like never. I don't think he was bad as Two Face. Yeah, but, but the thing is with Two Face, there was no duality with him. Yeah, there was no series. There was no Harvey Dent. Yeah, it was all Two Face. Yeah, and it was always like. <laughs> I'm like, when did when did Harvey Dent ever do that? Yeah. Like, right. yeah. it was never like that manic. It was always um, straight laced DA versus the mob boss. It was like that whole right. you know, mm-hmm. the man and the monster was basically what you have to. I used, I used to put two. Yeah, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's how he was. He, he and he played it all Hyde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now when Aaron Eckhart took over. 
I, I think Aaron Eckert did an amazing job as Two Face. Yes, I thought it was great. But too bad he was only in for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. oh yeah. I'd like would, to see more of that. I would yeah, have liked. I was really hoping that he was. In, they were going to play him off as dead mm-hmm. and bring him back for Dark Knight Ret- Rises. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a little surprised <laughs> that they didn't. I was expecting that to yeah. happen, and then when he wasn't in, I was like. Arrow. Wow. Especially that scene where all the the, the the guys break out and they mm-hmm. had Scarecrow being a judge. Yeah. I'm like, that would have been perfect. Just yeah. to have Two-Face to be the judge, judge jury, right. executioner, mm-hmm. even the lawyer, and do it right, that duality kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. that would have been perfect. Missed opportunity. Especially, especially with the punishments. Yeah, exactly. He has the coin. Exactly. So. so I give it a solid six. Ed, how do you feel about uh, Amazing Spider-Man? And again, save, we're going to save most of the critique and bitching okay. for right. for our amazing <laughs> spoiler man out of, episode. Out of ten, I give it a four. Really? Ooh. Yes. What did you give? The, what would you give the first one? Two. Wow. Well, okay, see now, I... Tough customer. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, I was like four to six, you were two to four, right. so we both had the same kind of yeah. step forward. Yeah, mine's grade just a little bit lower. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because the whole time we were in line, he's like, God, I hope this is good. I'm like, it's going to be good. And I'm like, shaking my head like, no, it's not. Everybody <laughs> I know who was going to go see it all said the exact same thing. This better be good. Yeah. There's I, a few movies that people are saying that about this year that if, if they you know get fucked up, it, they're they're going to be riots in the street. Especially since coming off the tail end of a phenomenal Captain America 2 movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you would think, and that's that's what boggles my mind that when superhero movies do not live up to the hype, because you have such amazing superhero films that are already in the can. How do you fuck it up now? I think there, that's because there's so much riding on. Them. Well, I think that that's because Sony owns Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It's not a Disney Marvel product, mm-hmm. and so I think Sony is just like we're going to make our movie because even average. What's his name? Arid RV or whatever yeah, his Arid name is. Arby, yep. Was in an interview saying you're never going to see Elias Morales as Spider-Man ever. Right. As far as he's concerned, Peter Parker Spider-Man. Now Elias mm. Morales is an ultimate Spider-Man. He's okay. the Mexican, the mixed race black Mexican kid okay. who is now Spider-Man. That'd be awesome to see. Peter Parker is dead in the in the ultimate. Well, he might be back at this point in the ultimate line yeah. of comic books, and it's now him. Why is he saying that he'll never be Because I, I, just because he just, it's, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, now for me, you know, again, I don't read the comics. For me, Peter Parker has always been Spider-Man, but I would like to, you know, if I'm going to go see a Spider-Man film, I would like to see some more of the, um, the, the other history of Spider-Man, you know, like who else was Spider-Man? How did they become them? Like, I would like to see that kind of stuff because I, you know, I'm not invested in the the comic books, and you know, right. at this point, I don't know that I will be, but I would like to, through the movies, learn more about the Spider Universe. Right, but Sony keeps fucking it up. But the the thing for me always is the fact is that they so much history of Spider Man. They have so mm-hmm. many comics, sixty they, plus years. Yeah, mm-hmm. they could they could definitely take those comics and make a movie at it, and I can guarantee you. It'd be phenomenally much better than what they're putting I mean, out it, now. It seems like you know, with sixty, like you said, sixty years of of Spider-Man history in comics, they could easily turn that into what Marvel is doing, where they they have this whole yeah. universe. Why the hell aren't they capitalizing? But Maybe their pictures would stop fucking sucking. They're, they're trying to with Spider-Man because they said they have 
an idea for six Try movies, harder. six movies and two spinoffs, and Venom being one of his own spinoffs. Now, I personally, out of like, if you, I know you don't read Spider-Man, yeah, but you would have to read Craven's Last Hunt. Okay, it was done in the nineties. Mm. It has got to be one of the best Spider-Man stories of all time. Mm-hmm. It comes with this shocker of an ending that you didn't see fucking coming at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's got he's wearing the black suit. Which is, you know, back to the Venom days, but it's more of a materialistic thing instead of a, an alien thing. Mm. Such a good storyline. But no. No, they don't. They probably will never touch that. I mean, unless with, mm. since they might be introducing Craven at some point in, yeah. the, in the movies. I just don't see them. I just can't see that, that happening. That happening. I just because mm. it's too good. It's too good of a story. If Marvel could get their shit together with their animated department. I would love to see that become an animated movie, mm. especially because DC, like we, you know, we've always talked about it. Marvel's pretty much captured the big screen, the big screen, mm-hmm. but DC is knocking it out of park almost every time with the animation. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the directed video animation department, just awesome stories. Too bad they can't translate that to the big screen. Yeah, but Marvel can't seem to translate any of their shit into the small screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they've so. been doing a lot of the. Uh... Japanese anime, which I think they pretty much get the characters and and do something with it because there's a point where it just there's certain battle scenes that just take way too long and they're not that interesting and right. you lose your you know you're just watch you know watchability of it. You're like, yeah, I just can't sit through this again. Like I like every Marvel movie recently, animated movie, I've been falling asleep on because it's just so long, so drawn out, and, mm-hmm. and they add another element that you have no idea where this is coming from. It has to be coming from. I'm imagining for Japan and their animated creators mm-hmm. that it's just like like that last one, the the, the Iron Man one, the Rise of the Technovore. Didn't bother. Don't bother. I, yeah, I can't. Is, I, like I, they came out with another one, the Punisher Black Widow one. Yeah. I'm too scared. I'm, I'm, I'm so afraid scared. To, I want to get it, but I'm afraid, scared. afraid to get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so that was so you give it a two out of out of ten. I yeah. give it a six out of ten. Yeah. Well, I wanted to go since we were talking about Batman. I wanted yeah. to. The, the first time I saw the, the Batman movie in 89, uh, I was with our friend Dave Sipon. Right. And uh, after the movie ended, he was screaming, Adam West! Adam West! <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was, he's never satisfied about anything. I mean, like for me, like to go back to the Batman thing, like Adam West was my Batman when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. As a teenager, I was ready for the dark, edgier Batman because I was a dark, edgier person. Right. I was an angry teenager. Of course, I'm going to be gravitated towards the whole, you know, dark, moody Tim Burton stuff, cause, yeah. especially because I liked all his stuff prior. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was definitely like, oh, fuck Adam West. You know, can't be shit and Joker with a mustache. We didn't fucking see that. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, you put all the white makeup on you want. I can still see those hairs. You know, <laughs> but then it took like as Kevin put it, like even someone told him you should really kind of respect all Batman's because it was your first Batman. As I grew older, I personally kind of did the old. You know what? It's as a kid, it was great. Yeah. As a teenager, the Tim Burton era was was good. I liked it. I was in my twenties when the Joe Schumacher run ended. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you what the? I mean, I was you know twenty something, so I was like. I was in that age of, I don't need no fucking comic book movies. What the fuck? You know, kind of like, I'm a man. I'm a man. I got my, you know, like. like fo- that didn't last long. Yeah, well. Because <laughs> sooner or later, you, you smarten up and you go, no, I'm, that's just who I am. Except yeah. right. you, you go through your 20s as like an angry, I think I know everything. 
know, I don't, I don't need, need that stupid. I kid don't need shit. that stupid kid shit because, but even though you're still kind of technically a kid, yeah. <laughs> you know. And I know I'm realizing that as I talk about my, you know, my girlfriend is 23. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but then eventually I, I went back and like I, I, I can't wait to see when Batman 66 hits Blu-ray. Yeah, like I'm exciting. like it's gonna be so great because yeah. all the audio commentaries and all the behind, the, like you know they're gonna pack that with as much shit as they can because mm-hmm. everyone's been foaming at the mouth. Do you know how much money they've been losing since I would say comic book convention started? Yeah, because I own the whole series as bootleg. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I want that that pure crisp. Like I want that the clean. colors. Yeah, like the colors of the '60s. That pop of the blue and the pow yeah when Yvonne Craig comes pulling in in that tight purple cat suit that Batgirl outfit uh-huh. that's just man that flaming red hair purple tights you know Julie Newmar and her Catwoman outfit seeing that in crisp high def ah that's <laughs> uh, gonna be definitely pause worthy material <laughs> Grease up my bat pole. Gross. Bam! Pow! Splooge! Even grosser. Now to the bat cave. Bat cave. Back cave for a nap. Turbines to speed. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, do you want to take a break now? Do you want to do? No, let's take a break and come back, and we'll do releases of the week. You sure? Yeah. All right, because we I don't think there's much coming out this week. I've got a good list, I think. All right. Let's well, see when we find out when we get back. All right, you be the judge. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. And that was part one, folks. Of a three-part episode, you might say the first of a trilogy. Oh. We are the new hope. <laughs> <laughs> the galaxy's in trouble. <laughs> um, well, I guess I start by saying to people who really liked Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, please write us to let us know why. Because yeah. I'm curious because I didn't like it. And we'll get to more on that when Ed and I do our spoilers horrific, our spoilers. Spectacular spoiled episode of Amazing Spider Man 2. Yes. Coming soon to a podcast near you. Dun, dun, dun. Um, but until then, if you want to say something to Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. No, he's not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you want, I would suggest you tune in to us live on Sundays. Live on Sundays <laughs> from 7 to whenever on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in, iHeartRadio or iTunes Radio. And that's 7 to whenever Eastern Time. That's so figure right. out what's your time frame from that. Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. And notice we got a couple bumps like at Hawaii, Mexico, France, Paris, France. Uh-huh. For that person from Paris, France who liked us, oh, thank you. Thank y'all. Uh-huh. Female or male? Female. Oh, mademoiselle. Oh, thank you for your like. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm going to unlike you now. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid French accent. <laughs> so, um, 
but go to our wordswithgeeks.com page, catch our old episodes, new episodes as well. And also you can go to iTunes or you can go to our where to find us tab on our where to our, where to find us tab on wordswithgeeks.com to find all the sites that you can download our podcast. That's right. And on that note, folks, we'll see you in part two. Awful, terrible, disgusting. See you next week, of course.